Our text is found with verse 26 of our reading. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body. Beloved congregation of our Lord Jesus Christ, before many of us will go to the table of the Lord this morning, let us first focus our attention on verse 26 of our reading to better understand the significance of the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, there are many things we could speak of when we address that point. But this is then one of those parts of Scripture that give us a clearer insight into what is, is happening as Jesus celebrates the Passover for the last time with his disciples. The scene is simple enough the verses 26 to 28 of, of Matthew describe to us the celebration of the Lord's Supper. I did not take these verses together to form our text. My purpose was to concentrate on the first part of verse 26, in fact. We may ask, are the other two verses not important, 27, 28? Of course they are. We wouldn't know how to celebrate the Lord's Supper if we did not know what all of these verses said together, say together. But I've taken just the first part of verse 26 because of what they say that the other two verses do not say. These words give us the context in which the Lord Jesus Christ celebrated the first Lord's Supper. And we hear that in the very first words, in fact. While they were eating. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. Note well, congregation. Jesus instituted the Holy Supper at a time when he was already eating supper or eating a meal. And let that not be lost on us. Jesus instituted the Holy Supper while he and his disciples were celebrating the Passover meal. The Passover meal. This was a feast that God had commanded Israel to celebrate every year in remembrance of the great escape from Egypt. 
Was the memory of that to be interrupted or forgotten? The Passover meal was there so that the fathers and mothers of Israel could say to their children, see what mighty deeds the Lord has done to bring us out of the hand of land of slavery, out of the house of slavery, the land of Egypt, the hand of the Egyptians, the house of our slavery. And do we not bring that to mind every Sunday when we read the Ten Commandments? I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. If anything then, should Jesus not have waited till this time of celebration was over before introducing us to the significance of another event? And what of the fact that Luke adds to what Jesus said in saying, do this in remembrance of me. So not only does Jesus interrupt the Passover celebration, but it would appear that he also takes our focus away from the Father by calling us to look at him. Is that right? Well, beloved, we may say that if Jesus had but for a moment caused us to focus on him at the expense of his father, then Jesus in this celebration would have become the Antichrist. We may be thankful that the word of God inspired by the Holy Spirit has not for a moment preached Christ thrusting his father out of his thoughts. Jesus the Christ appoints a memorial to his own name solely for the purpose of creating a memorial to his heavenly father, the God of the Passover, the Lord's Supper, the one that Jesus instituted during the Passover meal, the same supper that you are about to celebrate, is a memorial to the trustworthiness of Christ and the power he holds to sustain us in our relationship to our Heavenly Father. In saying, do this in remembrance of me, those who do so throughout time are given the promise each time they take and they eat and they drink that Jesus sustains them, sustains them in their relationship with the Father. He is able to do that for us, congregation. Because Jesus stands in full confidence in instituting the Lord's Supper of bringing the sacrifice that supersedes the blood of the lambs of the Passover. The lamb's blood, that's plural, the lamb's blood was shed again and again. 
In other words, it wasn't doing what it expressed it was doing completely. He would be the one. Yes, his would be, his blood would be shed once. For which reason he was able to say with his offering, Father, glorify your name. Jesus is confident of that at this very moment of institution. He dares to place his about to be broken body and poured blood in the middle of the feast of the Passover which the Father had intended he do waiting all these years. Father, I glorify you, Jesus says. I take of your spirit to bring the sacrifice that answers what all the others could not. My brokenness will stand in the face of heaven as its beauty is that precious pearl that brings purity to bear and unity between God and man to be established. I come, Father, and my reward is with me. Jesus took the lamb of the Passover and moved it aside respectfully and puts himself in its place, congregation. Indeed, then, the Lord's Supper interrupts the Passover. You need to see that clearly as you go to the table this morning. As much as the Passover identified the mighty arm of the Lord bringing his people out of Egypt by fire and smoke and thunder and the shaking of this earth, dividing of waters, this, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, about to be accomplished right after this supper, silently given with the words, eat and drink, holds the ability to provide the once for all time true and full salvation of mankind. Let us rejoice, brothers and sisters, let us rejoice in knowledge of this, this wonderful meal. It's yours to experience once again this morning. So let us, as we sit in our pews, take, eat, and drink of his life in all of its redeeming power. Let us now turn to the form for the celebration.